Matt McCarthy, Rugby Wrap-Up, New York City. Love you guys. Brought to you by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tour Specialists, AFIA Sports Training, committed to developing the sporting potential of future players in the U.S., U.K., and across the world. And Dub Pies, Down Under Pies. Stop by, say hi, and eat pie. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy here at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City for Rugby Wrap-Up. And I have a special guest, Mr. Steve Lewis, who is uh, just smiling away over there. Hi, Steve. Good afternoon. Steve, we've just at Rugby Town 7s, Rugby Town USA, uh, for some, some spectacular 7s. Sick of the state of you, actually, but yes, we can talk about sevens. <laughs> but aren't you, are you sick of sevens yet? Not at all, no, no. Because all. You, all you do is keep winning. No, not quite. Not well, quite. you came in third with the collegiate side in a loaded uh, division of professional men's players for, for the most part, and you came in third. Good result, good effort by those, those guys. Yep, credit to the players. All right, I like it. He's going to be modest, but we don't have to be too modest because we've got our man, uh, Dustin Rosen, from Rugby Sevens Magazine on the horn. I'm with you. Hope you can hear me. Um, I'm ready to go. Let's let's talk about Rugby Sevens. You know, Steve, he's very photogenic. Dustin. Yeah. Surpri- yes, sir. You know, he's not just some uh, geek with a with a camera, right? We've uh, we spent a lot of time together this week, Dustin and I, so we know each other pretty well. Well, that's a whole nother segment, so let's get back to the Sevens. <laughs> Jester's going to escort through the stadium. Bombarded by women. I'm not sure what was going on there, but it's an interesting game. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Oh. Dustin, I guess the first order of business is greatest comeback ever in a sevens match? Hands down, greatest comeback ever. And we're Go ahead and debate it. Do whatever you want to do. It's the greatest comeback ever in Rugby Sevens history. College kids rising in the midst of a battle, taking out Fijian players, two Olympic gold medalists on one of the biggest stages in USA Rugby Sevens platforms. Boom. Boom. Is that hashtag boom? Hashtag down to the last second. <laughs> and he got his plug in. Steven. I know it's difficult for you to be objective. I know that you're you're weary of winning and and accolades, uh, but you were you did another stellar job. You and Josh Macy. Um, what do you have to say in the aftermath of the entire tournament? Yeah, so th- as you said, third place finish um, up from ninth the previous year. So significant improvement just on that uh, matrix metric. 
But um, the, the, these guys played well. I mean, they, as you said, Dustin, I mean, there might be some, there must be some other sevens games out there, but that was the most exciting game of sevens I've been involved in. Uh, we were dead and buried twice, down three scores twice against as, uh, a very good side with a couple of gold medalists. And these boys just, uh, just didn't want to lose, just kept playing, kept playing, kept playing. Pretty good result, my friend. Good result. Two tired teams, you know, but um, end of a long week, long weekend. Did some injuries, we had some injuries, but uh, it, was, it was a decent game to finish. So if I had told you before this weekend started that with a college team that you'd finish third in this tournament of studs, what would you have said to me? I'll take it. Well, fantastic. Um, they got the result they deserve for their efforts. Um, lost a game against the British Army, um, who are also a seasoned outfit. And then finished strong by beating our good friends, the Rambling Jesters. So it was a great way to finish and great effort by those guys. And as you say, Josh Macy as the co-coach, Ethan Pugnay, the manager, and Matt Lopez, a great team I had all week. So thoroughly enjoyed it and a great experience. Thanks to Glendale, the yeah. city of Glendale. Yeah, you mentioned the, the uh, Rambling Jesters, and there's a reason that this photo is on here. It was, dr it was drawn by Ted's. Ted's son, Ted was, the guy, Ted was the man that was charged with making us all look good in, in Glendale. Thank you to Glendale Sevens for setting up our mini studio rugby wrap-up on the road. We got a ton of interviews, including with Mr. David Mobs Smith, Mobsy, the coach of the Ramblin' Jesters, and uh, Mr. David Barry and Julian Radley, the co-owners who are basically in the aftermath of Neil Simon passing away. They are the new odd couple. And David Barry and Jul, Jul, uh, Julian Radley, wouldn't you agree? Uh, less said about that, the better. <laughs> but along with Mobs, yeah, they're Ramblin' Jesters, great organization. Um, good blend of, you know, um, seasoned Irish players, uh, English players who play in the circuit, the summer circuit in the UK, which is a very good standard. And they had some local boys as well, some Americans. So they're um, always a pleasure to play with and against. And getting to know them better was um, uh, a joy. Yeah, we got a little uh, soundbite with the speed burner uh, du jour, Jordan Conroy. Very fast Irishman, something unusual there. I asked him the question, if out of six speedsters in their prime, if they all lined up on the try line to run to the other try line in the 100 meters, who would win? Your speed is... Uh, very fast for an Irishman. <laughs> your speed has basically put you on the radar as quickly as you could score a try. Question for you. Rugby World Cup Sevens, now you're here at Rugby Town Sevens. A lot of fast guys, Perry Baker, Carlin Isles, Taku Nguenya, Matthew Drew Turner, Daniel Norton's not here. But out of those guys, where do you rank in a scenario where everybody's healthy and everybody's at their fastest? One through six, go ahead. Oh, that's pretty impossible. Like, uh... You guys are lined up on the try line to sprint 100 meters. Who's coming in one through six? See, I've only gone up against Carl. Uh, I don't know about Perry. You have 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> for the right to play for the rugby wrap-up, new car. Uh, okay. Um, You're crap at this answer. Yeah. It's like asking an unstoppable force with an unstoppable object. Like you just, a race can go any way. Like you know. So it's we each have our days, and one day one guy might be faster than the other. So. Like, you gotta respect the goats of the game as well. They've been in it a lot longer than me, so like trying to trying to like pay respect to them as well, you know. The so. Takus and the MDTs and Perry and Norton and Carlisle, you know, they've been in the sports longer than I am, and you gotta show them a lot of respect as well. So to say, high five. To say that I'm faster, I don't know. I find it a little bit disrespectful, but 
you know, at the end of the day, like, you got to learn from the greats. Couldn't answer the question. Couldn't answer the question. It was humble that he was, he was chip. He didn't want to step on anybody's toes. But I digress. And the reason the Mets thing is on here, because David Barry says, I always manage to squeeze the New York Mets into a rugby broadcast, and I figured I'd put the Jesters and the Mets together, which the Mets are Jesters on the field. I did it. <laughs> Boom. I did it. Got Dustin, it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then I want to come back to you and talk about player of the tournament, coach of the tournament, team of the tournament, and Steve can answer the same questions. He'll just have to eliminate the coach part. So we'll take a quick break because our producer is barking at us. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis and Dustin Rosen of Rugby Sevens Mag on the horn with us. Dustin, we left with the cliffhanger, right? Are you prepared? Player of the tournament for you. Um... You know, every answer here is going to be biased because I was repping the Collegiate All-Americans all week long. Uh, Nick Feeks, for me. I think he played every single second of the tournament, uh, and he gets better and better every time that I watch the kid play. He's a go-getter. He's fast. Uh, he's he's not afraid on the field. Um, he's an orchestrator. I, I love watching Nick Feeks play. All right. Steven. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about my guys anymore. I've done for the last month or so. But um, I would go co-MVP. Uh, both played for Tiger. And I felt that the evergreen Matt Turner and Cornell Hendricks both uh, really earned their keep, shall we say, and propelled that team to the final where they just got pipped at the post. But um, I thought they, they played some – they rolled back the years, played some really, really good rugby. And the uh, military MVP was John Cullen, right, from Army? Yeah, John's a big unit. He's been yeah. around a while. Had a couple of cracks, I think, at Chula Vista. I uh, played for. I think he played a little bit MLR with Utah, but he's a very big man. He's, he's um, solid player, good individual, good citizen. Greatest wing in the history of wings. Oh, I think. My, my, my best memory of him was me stepping inside to not give him a ball on a two-on-one. Exactly. Myself. Yes. And him just screaming at me. He usually in does that. He usually does that. He usually does that. He always keeps the ball on the, on the edges too. He thinks it's fast, and yeah, they ain't passing the ball. He tries to step. Tries to do a dummy. I'm like. The hell? Sometimes you forget you're a second row in space, and then you got to get humble real quick. <laughs> yeah, he's a solid citizen and a large man and a great mustache, John. Great mustache. Yeah, so I, I agree with you about Turner and Hendricks. Specifically, I walked up to Dallin, Stanford, Brian Vizard, and Mark. Sherbina. Uh, after the tournament, they were the, the guys in the broadcast booth along with Pete Steinberg, and they happened to be talking about who their man of the tournament was. And I was going to say Matthew Drew Turner, and they said Matthew Drew Turner, and I was told that was insane. But, okay, let's get to team of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, the team that won it all is the British Army. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think you can say that they're not the team of the tournament because they won the whole entire thing. Um, but if I were to be biased again, I think the Collegiate All-Americans punched way above their weight. Uh, they exceeded expectations. I don't think anyone would have said that the Collegiate All-Americans are the favorite to come in and win at Rugby Town Sevens. Uh, but they could have. They could have. If they started off a little bit better in that British Army match, um, they could have saw themselves in the final against Tiger. And given the scrimmage that they played against Tiger early in the week, uh, it, it could have been a really good match there as well, and they could have won the whole thing. Steven, if you had to eliminate your team, who would be the team of the tournament for you? I think the team, team of the tournament to watch was Tiger Rugby. I think uh, with the assembled talent they had, they had some great players. 
and legends of the game. Um, just really talented players who just wanted to watch rugby, per se. So, so I'd probably go over Tiger Rugby, yep. And it was a thrilling, thrilling final. 7-5 in favor of the British Army. Uh, when you have 7-5, ladies and gentlemen, a sevens match, it's like oh, a three-zip Jets versus Giants American football battle. It was just incredible. And these guys on both sides of the ball really, really did the work great. Uh, coach of the tournament. Before I really give that name, I had the pleasure of uh, spending time with Steve Lewis and Josh Macy all week long. You know, we usually shake hands, uh, uh, you know, during the weekend, but I had the pleasure of being with them the whole week. Uh, and the atmosphere that they create for the players, the fun that uh, these guys have, um, they do a phenomenal job coaching. They understand the character of the players. They understand uh, where their talents are and where their are. They understand their strengths and weaknesses, and, and they just blend the, the crews together so well. Uh, it was really an honor watching them uh, coach this team. That being said... Um, Nicely way, nice way to cover yourself there. I like it. Now segue into the other coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, that Final Four with the Collegiate All-Americans, British Army, Jesters, and Tiger – uh, were, were really something to watch. I, I know some of the teams beat each other in pool play, and it just didn't end like that in the finals. I like Mobsy over at the Jesters, uh, and you can't count out Paul Holmes over at Tiger either. I, I mean, both of those squads did a great job. Um, yeah. You know, That's what I, I have to say. You bring that. up Mob Smith, and Steve is always my automatic number one, and it's not because. He's not getting paid to sit here with me week after week. It's because he's actually that good of a coach. But uh, the Jesters were playing with Shane Barry, who was under 18, right? Right in the middle of that whole mix. And, and I'm just thinking to myself at 17, I was not anywhere near able to handle something like that. Steve? Yeah, I mean, uh, injuries here and there, and the kid was thrown in. And uh, he's one of, you know, three brothers um, who are all, you know, his brothers Niall and Keane are UCLA top players too. He's going to be a top player. Yeah. Um, so he just got bloodied a little earlier. Hopefully a great experience for him. I'm sure he enjoyed it, you know, playing with and against good players. So fantastic for him. And it's um, just, you know, pivoting to Rugby Town 7s. I mean, it's, it's the opportunity that that tournament gives. There are few domestic 7s tournaments of quality. You've got the Las Vegas Invitational. It's kind of spread out. It's a different thing. The, the elite level there is quite good. Club Nationals is Club Nationals, but it's a step down in quality. Uh, Rugby Town 7s, for me, is the best run, best operated, best facilities, best quality. Um, and the fact the city of Glendale essentially supports the All-American 7s program, pays for the hotel, pays for the food, there wouldn't be one without them. So on a personal level, for players and coaches and what have you, uh, very grateful to the city of Glendale for making it happen. Um, just a fantastic, fantastic week. And we all have to figure out a way to get coaches paid for these things, specifically if they're going to be coaching a collegiate All-American side. And I know we have our struggles with USA Rugby right yeah. now. <clears throat> so, so ignoring that, getting back to the point about coaches, there's, there's a couple of different, um, different things going on, right? So some, some of these teams are literally thrown together and get there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So coaching... Your, um, your task there is, is somewhat different. It's really just trying to identify people, get them on a common page early and sort of dumb it down in many ways and just, and just get them out on the field, right, functioning. 
we had a little bit more time. We got there on Sunday night. Obviously, Josh at Lindenwood and myself, historically, we got a bit more knowledge of our players and a bit more time. So it's some ways easier to work with, and we, we had a bit more time to get into it. So they're different kind of coaching jobs um, for different, different teams. You had the British Army win over Tiger, but you had you guys beat the Jesters, and the Jesters beat the British Army. Right, so really, this tournament could have been anybody's, and it was only decided by two points. So from a fan standpoint, it was pretty cool, pretty exciting. And just before we go, I wanted to say one thing that was very cool was the ceremony honoring the fallen military. The, the differing branches of the U.S. military and the British Army. Right, yeah. but one very cool moment was they had the wreaths uh, lined up for each one of the branches, and... One of the reeds had fallen, and I believe it was the Coast Guard player that picked it up and set it back up for the other, the other guys. That was yeah, and I think the, I think the important thing there is, um, so it's a remembrance for you know, service members who have fallen. But it is also specific to rugby players who have um, right. you know, served. Right. It was a pretty touching moment. It puts everything in perspective, especially in the light of the kerfuffle that has followed in a, in a Twitter, Twitter uh, battle. That'll be another segment we'll talk about on another day between some of the coaches and some of the stuff about what's going on. But in, in all in all, great tournament. Thank you very much to the folks at uh, Rugby Town USA, Glendale Infinity Park, Glendale Raptors, Mayor Mike, Linda. And on that note, I want to thank Mr. Steve Lewis, Mr. Dustin Rosen, and our executive producer, Kendra Dushak-McCarthy. I'm Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up at the Fantasy Sports Network in New York City, signing off.